Christ and King James. For he is one. First of all, let's say good morning, brothers and sisters of Christ. Good morning. It's an honor. It's a blessing to be here this morning on this Lord's Day. Today, we'll be talking about, I'll be preaching on the dangers of the tongues. And we'll be reading out of James, chapter 3. Verses 1 through 12. Okay. Again, we read that James chapter 3, verses 1 through 12. If you have a copy of God's Word, turn it with me, please. And when you find the page, can I get amen? amen. It says in God's word, not many should become teachers, my brothers, because you know that we will receive a stricter judgment. For we all stumble in many ways. And if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is mature, able also to control the whole body. Now we put bits into the mouth of the horse of a horse so that they obey us. We direct their whole body. And consider a ship so very large and driven by fierce winds that are guarded, guided by a very small rudder. Wherever the will of the pilot directs, so too, though the tongue is a small part of the body. If both great things, consider how a small fire set ablaze a large force. And the tongue is a fire. The tongue, a world of unrighteousness, is placed among our members. It stained the whole body, set the course of life on fire, and it itself sets on fire by hell. Every kind of animal, bird, reptile, and fish is tamed and has been tamed by humankind. But no one can tame the tongue. It is a reckless evil, a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With the tongue, we bless our Lord and Father. And with it, we curse people who are made in God's likeness. Blessing and cursing comes out of the same mouth. My brothers and sisters, these things should not be this way. Does the spring pour out sweet and bitter water from the same opening? Can a fig tree produce olives, my brothers and sisters, or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can a salt water spring yield fresh water. Let's bow our heads and pray. Worthy are you, Father. Father, for you are holy. Father, for you are almighty. 
Father, for you are just. Father, for you are all-knowing and all-powerful. Father, I just pray, Lord, as I bring your word today, Lord, Lord, that your word be convicting, but also edifying, Father. Father, for we know these things are not fit for the body of belief, the body of Christ. And Father, I just pray, Lord, that also as I go through the dangers of the tongues, Father, that ultimately, Lord, we see the see your glory, your sovereignty in the midst of all this, Lord. And what this scripture says about you. And Father, I just thank you for today, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that I decrease and that you increase this building. Father, I ask that the Holy Spirit will lead me as I bring your word, Lord, that your word will be brought with fear, trembling, and reverence for who you are. And Lord, that you get all the praise and honor and glory in the midst of all this, Lord. And Lord, I ask also that you will bless this worship, Lord. And we just praise in your son Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> so once again, brothers and sisters, I was um I told you the end of, um, the title would be the dangers of tongues. So, and I know we all probably have struggled with these putting others down, bragging, manipulating others, complaining, lying, gossiping. All these operate out of the spirit of pride. Because for one, if you're putting others down, we're trying to exalt ourselves. That's a proper spirit. If we are bragging, once again, we are boasting. And we are being prideful. And it's not fit for the body of believers. There's just a few things I want to name on it. Now, brothers and sisters, I also would say this too. Proper speech is not only saying the right words at the right time, but it's also controlling your desires to say what you shouldn't. It says right here in James chapter 3, verse 2, it says this. For we all stumble in many ways. And if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man. Able also to Brother, this whole body. We're not Jesus, y'all. We're not perfect. If anyone is sitting here and say that we haven't bragged or putting other folks down somewhere in this, we're calling God a lie because we all were born into sin. We're all a sinful men. And the only one that's perfect that does none of these things is Jesus Christ, who was right at all times, who was honoring to the Father at all times, and everything that Jesus spoke, he spoke life. And also, brothers and sisters, if we are not praising God the Father or using the words from our mouths to build the body of Christ or encouraging the body of Christ, we should humble ourselves and be quiet. Because I think it's better to be quiet and say something that's not that's just very dishonoring to God the Father. And I think um, also, brothers, that was just the introduction, too. I'll just 
game. You tell your own it's a guideline. Because maybe a lot of us haven't battled and struggled with gossip. Maybe a lot of us haven't struggled with putting others down or bragging or complaining. I know I'm guilty of that. I know I've been guilty of lying too. <laughs> so, I think somewhere in there, and that, like I said before, there's just a few things I want to name. We can continue to go on and go on about things that come from my mouth, cursing. Um, all those things fall in that category. But I want to sum this up in three points. What we say is important. What we don't say is important. And third, God is holy and just, and there's no evil speech found in him. So let's get right to the point. James 3.9 says, with it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the likeness of God. With it, the first man who was made in the likeness of God. It says right here, um, brothers and sisters, I would say this. If we truly love God, the Father, why do we put others down? If we truly love God, why do we even gospel? If we truly love God, why do we spend so much of our time complaining or when we are offended, offended, instead of trusting God in that moment, we trust in ourselves and curse men who have been made in the likeness of God. Proverbs 15 says this, verse 1 and 2 says this. A gentle, a gentle answer turns away anger. But a harsh word stares up loud. He said again, Proverbs 15 says this. A gentle word, a gentle answer turns away anger. But a harsh word stares up well, brothers and sisters, I would say this, that everything that we say and does is supposed to be honored to God the Father. Everything that we speak and utter from our mouth should be about God's kingdom. Sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Encouraging and lifting one another up. And lifting those who we are out there sharing the gospel with, encouraging them, showing them there's hope that we find Christ Jesus. But we spend the majority of our time complaining. Every time we are offended, cursing, and all these different things, that's, it's improper for, for the believers. How can we share the hope that we find Christ Jesus if we spend so much of our time complaining?
Second, also, Proverbs 2 says this, the tongue of the wise make knowledge attractive, but the mouth of fools blurt out foolishness. It says the mouth of fools blurt out foolishness. Brothers and sisters, let our words be honored at all times on what we say. Because like I said before, what you say is very important. What you say can be very damaging to someone. And what you say can describe somebody about um, what you don't believe about, um, what you say about God's Father. The thing is, how can you like I said right here, I don't know if we bless God the Father. As the same about we cursing man who's making God image. So how can we share the gospel with someone about the hope we find in Christ Jesus when we spend so much time being speaking evil? Because it's not of God, for one. Two, the second point. What you say, what you don't say, is important as well. Like I said before, from the same mouth come, come both blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things are not to be this way. Brothers, I, I just want you to know every word that proceeds out of your mouth, it should be edifying and encouraging to the body of believers. Let words out of our mouth share the hope that we find in Christ Jesus to unbelievers. Once again, brothers and sisters, we'll be held accountable for every word that comes from our mouth. One day, brothers and sisters, we will have to stand before a holy, righteous, just God the out of our mouth. I know a lot of times it's so tempting to offend ourselves, to protect ourselves, but somewhere in there, we should know that we should trust and depend on God for our balance. And I think James is just trying to encourage the church that God is all powerful. That we should trust in God in every moment aspect of our lives. That when anger flares up in us, when we find ourselves getting mad and say, man, you know what? I'm, I got to say this. I got to say this because they don't know how I feel. At that moment, brothers and sisters, you are trying to play the role of God. You're trying to play the role of, as we are the Savior. You're not. So now, let's get to talking about God Almighty. Because I can continue to expound all these things about the tongue. But I also want to point to who God is in this whole text. Because ultimately, that's who it's all about, God. For one, God is holy and just, and there's no evil found in him. So if you got a copy of God's word, 
probably already there in James 3. Um, just reading um, verse 11 and 12 says, you know, does the spring water pour out bitter, um, does the spring water pours out sweet and bitter water from, this, from the same open? Can a fig tree produce olives? My brothers and sisters, a grapevine produces, um, or a grapevine produces figs. Neither can salt water um, springs yield fresh water. And what I see in this whole text about God is like, we know that there's no evil speech in God. He is holy. So, him being holy, you see God's sovereignty, his, um, his sovereignty in the midst of all this. That everything that God spoke, God spoke life. Everything that God spoke, he spoke to, Gen um, to, um, to be. You know, Genesis 1 3, it says that. Genesis chapter 1, verse 3 says this. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. So this showing that even God by God just speaking things, and it came to be. So, like I said before, there's no evil found in God. Everything God speaks, He spoke life. And not just that. God is creator. He's sovereign. He's holy. He's almighty. He's all knowing. So he knows all things. He knows that everything that proceeds from God's mouth, even when it's judgment, God is still good. And he's still holy. He's still sovereign. I'm going to leave us um, with a few applications. And hope, hopefully, this is encouraging. As we um, live this life out daily. Like I said before, make sure everything that comes from our mouth be honoring to God and encouraging someone. And also, brothers and sisters, the Holy Spirit will give us increasing power to monitor and control what we say so that when we are offended, the Holy Spirit will always remind us of God's love. Once again, I said the Holy Spirit will give us increasing power to monitor and control what we say so that when we are offended, the Holy Spirit will remind us of God's love and who God is. And the Holy Spirit will always point us back to Christ. So, that's pretty much it. Um, I hope uh, this is very encouraging to you guys. And let's apply this to our everyday life, you know, just, and I think we'll also help with the midst of all this, it's just standing God's word, reading God's word daily. Because more and more as we read God's word, we as we seek Christ more and more through his word, and what God sent by himself through the text. I really believe that it'll start shaping and molding us and when we find out who our identity is and our identity is in Christ Jesus alone. And so, 
if we start finding our identity, who our identity is in Christ Jesus alone, we will not struggle with bragging, gossiping, putting others down, complaining and lying. Instead, those very words come out of our mouth, giving God's praise, and edifying one another, living life and loving those who are around you. Because I truly believe that when we are doing these things and gossiping and putting others down, we operate out of hate. Because God's God of love. And so let us just think about that throughout the week. Because I guarantee you, today, tomorrow, later on that week, somebody is going to take you off. Somebody's going to say something that gets up on your skin. A lot of us over here, we work. A lot of us up here uh, got family members, kids, or whatever, they're going to really get on our last night. They're going to um, rub us the wrong way. At that moment, are we going to be offended and say, man, I got to say what I got to say to whoever. I'm going to cuss my boss out, turn a few tables over, knock stuff off the shelves at work. Or we're going to say, you know what, God? You are bigger than all of this. God, you are in control. Father, guard my tongue. And whatever comes out of my mouth, let me encourage you. Or even sharing the gospel with those who are lost. So I love you guys. I hope that was encouraging. Yeah, I know it's encouraging. Um, it was encouraging for me because like, this is something I've been battling with um, for a while. God been dealing with me on this. Um, yeah, just continue just taking your time and just seeking it, but you cannot do it on your own. Like I said, your flesh will want to do all these things. I promise you it will. But those moments, let's trust in Jesus. Let's bow our eyes and pray.